You are now listening to Pre-Gaming with Polly. You know who else doesn't drink? Donald Trump. No. Doesn't drink. And I'll tell you what, maybe he should. Maybe, maybe he should. It's just like, hey, hey, Donald, let it go, you know? Relax a little. Nancy Pelosi's not that bad. Have a drink with her. Talk about <laughs> talking out over a beer. You know? Neat. Well, let's start. So anyway, we're back on pre-gamings with Polly after a little after a little hiatus. So I was I talking to Mr. Steve before I came in here. I'm like, oh, I'm podcasting tonight. He's like, yeah, how come you guys stopped? And I said, hmm, I don't know. And he said, is it because it's season two? And I said, yep. That's a good that's point. Fine. So or we're just going to say that this is season two. Or it was the mid-season finale. And now we're mm. coming back to the second half of season one mm-hmm. of 2020. This is when we're starting to loosen up a bit. We're starting to go out a little bit more. Eat inside, maybe. I don't think we've podcasted since indoor dining. No. A lot of things have changed in the world wow. since the last time we talked to the world. Yeah, a lot of people think we stopped for a few weeks specifically because we were indoor dining so much. We just didn't have the time. <laughs> I was getting GMs thinking me and Paul were in a fight. We're not. We haven't fought. We're we're good. We you know life life comes at you quick and uh, and sometimes you can't podcast. Yeah, but all that all that matters is what's happening here right now across this screen because we have such. A special guest with us. He's re- he's like a really special guy. You may know him uh, from his former Twitter handle at Adam's Brain, which I thought for a while uh, he wrote it was Adam's Brian, and I was said, I said I didn't know Brian was his middle name, and he said no, it was it's Adam's Brain, and I said oh that's because I'm stupid, so I thought it said Brian. <laughs> Well, we have Adam Goodsight here. Uh, hey, Adam. Hey, fellas. Thank you so much for having me on. Can't believe I'm, I'm finally here this season. Or I guess kicking off, kicking off season two, I should yeah. say. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. listen, for, for, for the new season, we had to kind of bring it back to the roots. Back to, back to where... Back to where we're comfortable. A, a, a pre-gaming with Pauly alumni. Mm-hmm. OG. We haven't first. had that many alums. We, I think TJ was an alum. Who was I think that might alum. be it. That might be it. Um, Technically Alec, but... Yeah, but yeah. that's different. Yeah. Alec doesn't count. <laughs> He's not part of the show. <laughs> uh, what are the guests? He's no, just talking about yeah, God knows what. It. Yeah. Well, Eric well, Hammer? Oh, right, right. It was Hammer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hammer, yeah. Absolutely. And Hubs. And Hubs. And Hubs. Okay, so we've had a lot of them. A lot more than we thought. But this one's definitely <laughs> the most want? special. Oh, bros. Hey, Mike, what are you drinking? Hey, so I am drinking a gin and, um, I don't know, gin and juice of some sort, I think. 
Yeah. A little different today. And I have a side PBR for when I finish it. Shout out PBR. Is this the first time Jin has been on the podcast? At least in season one, yeah. I don't know. The prequels might have had Jin, but not not this year. And you know what? I don't think I've ever seen you drink gin ever. Not, I don't not think I ever have. Ever. Yeah. I don't think this might guy, be. I've definitely, when you went through your big gin, gin and tonic phase, uh, New Orleans time frame, I mm. definitely had one with you once to, to try it, and it wasn't my thing. This might be the second time I've had it in my life other than that time. Mm. I'm Shout slowly out. I'm slowly getting back into gin. Yeah. Because... Because gin on on that Can't New Orleans it. trip was one of the things that like it, it ruined it for me. I drank like so much of it, but it I, it ruined for me like the first night. Like we were there for however many days, and I got like a big thing of Bombay Sapphire, and I drank so much of it that first night that like <laughs> that was what we were twenty one. Yeah, it's been six years since, and I've had a gin and tonic maybe like twice since. I then. remember. One funny time on in New Orleans with you buying a gin and tonic. We were in, I don't remember, it wasn't Cat's Meow. I don't know, it was down that way. And you bought a girl a gin and tonic and she talked to you until she got the drink. And then you were like, walked away. And you were like, <laughs> never doing that again. That was $10. Never Ugh. again. And you didn't buy anyone else a drink. And it was, that sticks with yeah, me about I, gin and tonic I, and I, you. I, <laughs> Yeah, I remember, especially then, like, in college, I mean, like, like around here, like, $10 for a drink, like, doesn't seem so bad, but, like, back then, it was, like, $10 for a gin and tonic, and I was, like, and I just bought it for someone, and then, like, they just took it and walked away. I was, like, fuck that dude, never again. (laughs) You were so mad. (laughs) I can't believe you guys survived New Orleans at 21. Kind of impressive. We forgot that 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 was six years ago. If we did that today, we couldn't have done it how we did it back then. Like we were in a prime. I don't care that I feel like a just a piece of shit walking and I haven't slept. Like we just kept going. But now I feel like one night compared to that, I would have needed the whole next day to fucking say fuck that. You know? Well, what, I think one of the real big things in New Orleans that kept us going, like besides being 21 and be, like being able to do it, was that the the hurricanes like the drink there for for those of you that don't know what what a hurricane is it's like one of the big drinks in new orleans and essentially it's like a super alcoholic fruit punch i think is like the easiest way to describe it and they sell them fucking everywhere and you get one and it's like three drinks in one thing but it tastes really good so it's like you would feel like shit and then you would drink one of those and you would just feel like you're drinking fruit punch. But yeah, then at the end of it, you would be drunk again. So like you were <laughs> just like consistently moving past your hangover yeah. into like the very other. And Patty O'Brien's had like, I, obviously they invented it, I think, but they had the strongest one too. I just remember every time we got one from there, it like took me a second to drink. It was strong as fuck. Yeah. And then that it would just kick you in a high gear. What's up? It was also like the best tasting one, I thought. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I don't think I, I got a drink other than Hurricanes that whole fucking trip. They make their own grenadine. I think that's what they it make is. their own grenadine. Do they really? Like, yeah, and nah. they sell it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally Do they really? that. 
I, Maybe. I'm pretty sure if you look, if you, I, I did this years ago now. I don't remember, but if you go to like Pat O'Brien's website, they sell their like hurricane mix. Like it's their own, their own stuff that they sell that you can recreate it. I'm on it right now. I have my whole second screen open. Oh wow, we got a fact checker here. They do sell hurricane mix. Well, I don't I'm know if they make their own, but I'm listening. Mike, I think you're going to be excited about this drink. This kind of seems up your alley. Oh, hell yeah. So this this whole pack that I have is a, a pack of mixed drinks from Malibu. Not like from the, the town, like from the company. And it is, this specific can is Malibu Splash Pineapple and Coconut. Wow. I'm a big pineapple coconut guy. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah, they were good. Oh yeah, you had one uh, the other day. Um, Very good. It seems like something that if you drink like four of them, you'll get super hungover. What's the content? How sugary they are, but it seems pretty sugary to me. It's five percent alcohol. They so all the flavors are also and coconut. So this one's pineapple and coconut. There's passion fruit and coconut. What's a Bay Breeze? Do they have the Malibu Bay Breeze in a can or something? I don't even know what's in a Bay Breeze. It's like... I don't know. I don't know. It's not that. It's like its own thing. It's like Malibu Splash. Isn't that the Malibu, like, Bay Breeze, Breeze, I think? Is that not the same, like, company that makes it? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think Bay Breeze is a cocktail you make with it. Yeah. It's like, it's either cranberry or something. Are you still fact-checking? Did you find the answer? I don't know. They make their own hurricane mix that you can get shipped, but it oh, doesn't yeah. say Not that it's a uh, kind of thing. But if we want to make hurricanes, we could make that happen. Adam, I was happy. You, dude? I'm drinking a uh, White Captain Coke and a squeeze of lime. Wow. You, you told me lemon before. Oh no, it is lemon. So either you were lying then no, or not. you're lying now. <laughs> you're I'm lying, lying now. It's all, lemon. You're lying to the world. You know what it is? It's lemon, but it was an older lemon, it was a little soft, and it kind of you know when lemon starts to get more sour and weird tasting where it almost tastes like a lime? It's that. <laughs> but like not like a good lime. We can circumvent the whole lime industry by just selling old lemons, you know? <laughs> we don't eat them anymore. Yeah. I mean, yeah, people age a lot of things. I feel like lemons aren't getting their <laughs> age, their age of respect. <laughs> oh man! And let me tell you something. On that note, I kind of want to go into the first little segment here, which wow. is called "This Week in Dude News." This week in Dude News. Nice. Wow, this week in Dude News, first one of season two, which I guess uh, we're now we're, we're now calling this season two <laughs> moving forward. Um, okay, we have in season one? 14? 13? 14? 14? Something what? like that. Which is like standard for a sitcom, not standard for like like twenty two, but like you know a new sitcom. Yeah, like a like a streaming yeah. service sitcom gives us like yes. twelve to fourteen. Yeah, we're like yeah. Daredevils. <laughs> so this is from news.com.au which I think it means it's from Australia so 
the title here is boy. <laughs> the title is <laughs> boy who only ate sausages his whole life cured of eating disorder. <laughs> a teenage boy who refused to eat anything but sausages for his entire life has finally been cure- cured of his severe fussy eating. So, I mean, it says it all there. <laughs> That's it. This kid is only yeah. eating sausages his whole life, and they finally got through to him. I feel like 15. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Well, first all right. of all, I was a picky eater when I was younger, right? Same. Really? Nowhere near the uh, level of I'm only eating <laughs> breakfast sausages for every single meal. But I feel like 14, 15 was around the age where I started not being a picky eater anymore. You know, when I started being like, oh, I'll try that. Oh, I want to do this and that. So whether, you know, it was just him getting older or something else, we'll see. But it says, ever since he can remember, 15-year-old Ben Simpson has only eaten sausage. His limited (laughs) dietary preferences began when his mom... Wendy Hughes, interesting, Wendy uh, Hughes, Wendy. began weaning him off breast milk. There you go. It's, mm. e- it's, e- it's either breast milk or, or sausage for Ben Simpson. Soon his pickiness gave way to several years of, con- of consuming only breakfast-style sausages and water three times a day, every day. Interesting that it's breakfast sausages. It's not like, uh, it's not like oh, he'll have kielbasa and hot dogs. It's only breakfast sausage. Were they patties? Were they links? Glad you asked. They are Thank links. Wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. He's not even a patty guy. Can't put it on. Yeah, links, are, links are better. Yeah, I mean, if you have to choose between patties and, and links, like to only eat forever, I'd go links. Mm. Um, like, a, like a diner breakfast sausage. Mrs. Hughes told SWNS, I guess that's the news network, that she was at her wit's end by the time she called David Kilmery, a cognitive behavioral hypnotherapist who believed he could shake the teenager's bizarre eating habits. A clinical condition called avoidant restrictive food intake disorder. Yeah, dude, I would be at my fucking wit's end. That would last, like, I I feel like that would last with me, like, a week, max. You know, like, there's no way I'm letting you only eat sausages until you're 15. <laughs> And then at that point, being like, "All right, maybe, All right. maybe we got to do something about this." The the mom should have just stopped buying it, you know, like because yeah, people are people are animals, right? If if you wouldn't starve to death before you ended up eating something else, like if there was, hey, like put a, I don't know, anything else in front of this kid, and made him hungry until he was gonna starve, he would have put it in his mouth and ate it. So like yeah. I feel like the mom is almost almost like prolonging it by constantly buying more sausages and making them sausage. Yeah, that but mom like, is an enabler. Your mom what? And they said that mom is an enabler. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, like also like d- just to play devil's advocate in defense of the mom, like it was probably just easier for her to be like. You know what? I'm just gonna buy the fucking kid sausage, and I'm not gonna have to. Like, <laughs> yeah. he was probably so annoying, and he was probably fucking crying and making a fit, and be like, "All right, of giving him a fucking sausage shuts him the fuck up, so I could watch the view and have a Cosmo. I'll fucking do it." Anyway, fuck as a child, kid. fuck that mom. 
<laughs> as a child, he ate only finger foods, such as all right. So I guess when he was a, a younger boy, he ate some other stuff. He ate only finger foods, such as French fries. His mom said this had a profound impact on his social development. At parties, he would just sit there crying, or he would refuse to go where the food was. She recalled, "Yeah, kid sounds like a fucking loser. No one wants to be friends with the sausage kid. He always <laughs> smells like sausages. He's always sweating sausages." Yeah, no fucking. Don't go near little Ben. He fucking smells like Jimmy Dean's sausage. Uh, if he went to a friend's house, he just wouldn't eat anything. He'd say he wasn't hungry, and it was just a nightmare. Okay, so now now we get into the into what into what kind of sausages this guy liked. So before the treatment, Simpson was up to four or five sausages per meal. As Mrs. Hughes, who lives with her son in Wales, oh, they're from Wales, spent approximately $75 per month on a specific brand of skinless bangers. Oh, my God. You got to see the picture. <laughs> oh, my God. The, the picture of this kid holding up. <laughs> yeah, I'll share it. You Dude, know. Five sausages per meal. Three meals a day. This kid's eating fifteen sausages. Look at this fucking can of this sausage. <laughs> I can't see it. Oh, there you go. Oh my god. Oh wow, he's skinny. Well, yeah, he's only. This is the he only thing he eats. eats. Yeah. Yeah, but still, you think from eating just sausage, and he oh, yeah, doesn't look like he looks like a skinnier kid. But I would have figured he would have been almost like. Oh, there he looks a lot skinnier. Like like sick looking skinny. Oh, wow. I tell you what. If you put a picture of him in a line of like twenty other random faces, I'd be able to pick him out as the kid who, who only eats sausage. He I mean, just I, looks like he, it. he also looks very like pale as shit. So like I don't know. We <laughs> Blizzy champion. He looks like a, a sausage boy. But essentially, but twenty bucks a month to feed your kid is kind of a good deal, though. Yeah, I felt like they added. You know? <laughs> she spent $75 per month on sausages to make it seem like, wow, she's spending so much. But it's like, that doesn't seem like that much money. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, that's the only like, thing you yeah. need. One person. Yeah. It's like a week of eating out once a day, you know, like a $10 meal or something. Like making that last 30 days. It's fucking great. Yeah. But essentially, you know, she gets, she said she got fed up with buying them. His health might be deteriorating because he's always saying that he's tired and he's falling behind in school. Uh, maybe he's just stupid. I, I don't know if I don't know if him uh, sucking at algebra has to do with him guzzling down sausages every day. Probably doesn't help, but it could be both. Yeah, as white as that boy looks, he probably is suffering from some kind of lack of vitamin oh, in him. For sure. <laughs> um, it's frustrating. Sometimes you just think, oh, God, will you just eat it? <laughs> <laughs> but then Ben gets upset and teary, she explained. You have to have a lot of patience. Well, uh, why don't you say, hey, Ben, why don't you stop fucking crying, you fucking idiot, and eat some broccoli? <laughs> you see how easy that was, Wendy? See how easy I just said that? You say it next time. Wait, but so she got fed up with buying it is what she said, but... Fed up after how long? Ten years? How long was it? They said well, when he's he literally 15. ate finger foods, but he's fifteen now. So yeah, was I mean, it the past five years at least? Years. Yeah. So what do you tell me now? You're fed up. I've only made it. 
a thousand and fifty days until I got fed up. Like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> like, like today is the is your final straw, lady. You made it this fucking long. Just keep it going. I'll tell you what. That's how you know these people for sure aren't Jewish or Italian. Do you think that would fly in a Jewish <laughs> or Italian no. household? No. No fucking way, dude. <laughs> That well, is a, a way. Yeah. yeah, that's a fucking Gentile wasp household for sure. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, she gets in touch with like a hypnotist of sorts that he says by using subliminal wording and neurological seed drop, don't like that term, to create a positive emotional association with new foods, the therapist said he was able to open the mind to trying them so that the idea of new flavors will feel exciting and mitigate anxiety over potentially yucky taste. Now if I give him something, he'll pop it straight into his mouth, Mrs. Hughes claims. And that's pretty much it. Nice. Yeah. You know what? As like much as 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 easy it is to be like this kid is a fucking dweeb, like just eat it. <laughs> um, uh, imagine if like you really had like a deep seated fear and anxiety of trying like you if someone yeah, like made you eat, like pizza like something that's good like he like would freak you would freak the fuck out like you would start crying that that's a yeah, scary world to live in i don't know if i if i was the parent you get a dog cage you put the kid in the dog cage you put a plate of chicken nuggets in front of him <laughs> and when he gets hungry enough he's gonna eat the fucking chicken nugget and i i just solved it i'm a doctor <laughs> i don't know what doctor you, know, you, you to see but come on nuggets. now <laughs> well anyway that's my dude news nice shout out that's shout out ben simpson for uh overcoming this 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 hurdle in his life i, I just wonder how he settled on breakfast sausage right yeah it's such a unique see now did he try many different types of sausages and he he said breakfast is the one for me or did he have breakfast, breakfast <laughs> sausage once and was like, that's like it. don't need to yeah. eat anything yeah. else. <laughs> I got it. This He's is, like, this I found it. I have it's, one type of story that, I, I mean, it's loosely similar. I still, when I was a kid, I ate, you know, outside of school. But every day of school for like my second, I think in second grade, I had a bologna sandwich with just a thin layer of mayonnaise. And that was it. Maybe cheese. I forget. Um, but I ate it every single day for lunch in second grade. Maybe like a class trip, I had like a lunch bowl <laughs> or something, you know. Um, but for the most part, it was that. And I think like one of the last days of school, I don't know, I got sick, and I to this day I haven't had a slice of bologna. Mm. But I was okay, in that situation uh... a little bit to where it was every day I ate the same thing. And I, my mom tells me I didn't want, I never would eat another sandwich. I only wanted bologna, <laughs> but. I overcame that, and I hate it. Now. That is a fucking white guy sandwich. That is a white guy sandwich. <laughs> Could you what? say it on me that I ate bologna and mayo my whole life? When, um, when I was in school and my mom would, would make me sandwiches, if ever she would have like buy salami as, as a cold cut, I would only like it if it was just salami on white bread, but the little snack she packed with it had to be Cheetos because I like to put the Cheetos on the salami sandwich. That sounds mad good. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it was amazing. I would do it with like plain Lay's, but 
Cheetos. I don't know Cheetos. What was your favorite sandwich growing up? Not your favorite sandwich now, but like to take to school, was it salami? I used to like those days because more often than not, I would have like turkey. So like if I had like salami, it would be like a nice like little change up. Yeah. Like growing up, I don't know. I felt like as like a little kid, I didn't really like eat have a wide like th- th- there would be no way i would be like hey let me get an italian with lettuce you know and all this stuff oh, no, no, like, no, like a school yeah like that your mom school? packed uh, may- maybe my favorite was salami with cheetos <laughs> but like but like the the staple was usually some sort of like turkey and cheese you know like mine, a classic other than that year in second grade mine would yeah. be it was just just cheese no meat tomato i just a, a slice of tomato cheese tomato and maybe like a honey mustard on it and i fucking wow. love cheese and tomato it's so good and it's very plain but I, I potato bread martins martins only okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. come on now adam what about you dude salami is up there it's between salami on like a potato bun with like Dijon or deli mustard. That yeah, was a Dijon, big one. A fucking aristocrat, dude. <laughs> or uh, a seven-year-old. Like a tuna sandwich with a side oh. of chips to put on it. Oh. My mom makes fire tuna. Shout out my mom. Wow. Remember? Like still uh, eat that in there, you know, like a nice tuna salad. Remember putting through a straw, dude? Oh, yeah. That's fucking classic. <laughs> so... So me and Adam were in the same fifth grade class and we were uh, at lunch. We would have pudding. <laughs> I feel like quite often as like a snack. And we would have like races to eat them. And if I recall correctly, I may be having these flip, but I think I'm right. You ate it faster with a spoon and I ate it faster through the straw? Or was it the other way around? I think you might be flipping. So you, I ate it faster eating it with a spoon, and you ate it faster if we were drinking it through a straw. I can see I Adam being the straw guy. The yeah, I think you're the spoon guy, and you were. I was better with a vanilla. Yeah, I, I, I remember there being like a flavor discrepancy too. Like, yeah. it, it mattered. It it, it wasn't yeah, irrelevant. It, it was consistent. Yeah. Like if one vanilla, the other had to do vanilla. It could be chocolate versus vanilla. It was unfair. <laughs> Vanilla just goes down easier. So good. Oh, the best! I I need to buy them from Acme. They're probably like eight dollars there, but they're also like two scoops though. Like if you eat them as an adult, it's like one scoop, and the second scoop is gone. I've had one recently. It's not as it's not as satisfying as back in the day. Probably house that. Well, all right, Mister Mike. What what's uh what's your do news? Let's go with it. Pulling it up. All right. Transparent public toilets <laughs> in Tokyo parks, but they also offer some privacy. Um, so I'll just flip this, see if it'll focus. So they're really cool, actually. They're literally see-through toilets. So the the gimmick is, I'll read the the uh, article in a second. But the idea of it is, you let's see if it'll focus. You can see the toilet, so it's just like a thin glass like yellow, purple, and red glass, but you can see the bathroom from the outside. 
And you could see it, the idea is to bring it back. Me and Lindsay want to bring this back to you, Paul. When the kid walked in on you taking a shit. Remember that the story? Yeah, where yeah, said, yeah, like, yeah. I'm yeah. not in here. I'm there. Yeah. So you would <laughs> always know if someone's in there because it's when no one's in there, it's open and you could see the toilet and you could see that it's empty. But when you walk in there and you lock it, it changes the glass and it all fogs up. So you, it's, oh, it's like that. Yeah, the two way. Whoa, wow. those Tokyo people, man. Very cool. Japan so gets the coolest stuff. Yeah, the idea of using a public bathroom with see-through walls may sound like stuff of nightmares, but a famous <laughs> Japanese art, uh, architect is hoping that uh, to change the view using vibrant colors and new technologies to make restrooms in Tokyo parks more inviting. Uh, the quote here is from the architect. Uh, there are two things that we worry about entering a public restroom, especially those located at a park. The first is cleanliness, and the second is whether someone else is already inside. Uh, transparent walls can address both uh, of those worries, Ben says. Ben says. Uh, by showing people what awaits them inside. After users enter the bathroom and lock the door, the powdered room's walls turn a powdery pastel shade and no longer you can see through it. Using a technology we made out of, we made the outer walls with glass that becomes uh, opaque. 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 When, uh, when they locked and the doors closed. So the person can check inside before entering. Uh, the, enlist in the world's famous architects to create toilets like you've never seen before. Fucking J Japan's wow. pooping in the fucking year 3000. Yeah. We're, we're, we're still fucking stuck here shitting and wiping our butts with paper like, like fucking woodsmen, dude. Yeah, and they got like water shooting up their ass in a public park that glows green. Ugh, come on. Man. We got those American toilets where there's like an inch of space between the door and the dividers so anyone could see what you're doing in there. And then you flush the toilet and some of the toilet water flushes back up and hits your butt cheek and now you feel like you need to take a shower. And uh, meanwhile, you were just trying to poop at this Exxon and then keep driving. Now you have now you have this to worry about. It's all about the Wawa bathroom, dude. The amount of Wawa shits I've taken. Those are always, you know, they have to get checked and clean. If you go to a random gas station, they don't have that kind of quality. I mean, sometimes you don't have the choice. Sometimes you it's don't. like you it's don't. an emergency. No. I spent a lot of time at Wawa. I don't think I've ever had I've never to do shit at Wawa. What? I've pooped in quite a few. <laughs> yeah. Not that I could tell you. I pooped in one the other day. A McDonald's? Yes, for sure. <laughs> oh, man. Sometimes I leave my house and drive to a Wawa just to poop because I like it so much. <laughs> I prefer the Wawa over my own house. <laughs> <clears throat> very interesting. interesting not a very talkative subject but i thought pairing it up with your story of of a kid not knowing you or what was the story that he knew you were in there and he, he for sure I, I was just gonna say i don't think this would have mattered i think this kid wanted to walk in yeah, on someone yeah. pooping i think he would have uh so for those of you that don't know when i was in second grade i had to go poop during school which is like a very traumatic experience for a <laughs> For a young person, you know, yeah. going to poop in, 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 in the middle of school, especially, you know, you're fucking seven. It's like, this is this is scary. This is uncharted territory. So I'm going there. I'm, I'm taking a poop. I'm fucking lighting it up. I'm doing amazing at it. I'm shitting everywhere. And then <laughs> and then 
all of a sudden this kid like burst into the stall and I'm like so shocked that I saw <laughs> I like start responding I'm like saying both parts of the conversation cuz I'm like so taken aback at him just staring at me like with this huge grin that I'm like being like I'm sorry it's all right I'm sorry no it's okay <laughs> That story will always get me. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, dude. And, and, and the fucked up thing is like, that's like that. Is this why you are the way you are? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's it's like, like your like, defining moment. It's like that peppered with a few other earlier memories is like really like one of my first vivid memories. Like I, I can see it perfectly i could see his fucking face i could see the tiles like i can visualize it perfectly and that's what one of my first vivid memories is <laughs> oh i'm sorry it's okay no i'm sorry it's okay <laughs> <laughs> like, you what the fuck is that? <laughs> as you're like holding your little pants up or something <laughs> yeah yeah i don't i, I don't uh, i don't think fucking opaque walls would would have stopped this little monster <laughs> from uh, doing what he needed to do i'll tell you what why don't we call our friend alex see what he's up to yeah this is really gonna catch him hard he's not even gonna know any any facts about steve cohen today alex sports fact of the day paulie how we doing wait what's his line what's going on that's what he said oh it's good I didn't tell him I was going to call him, though, and I haven't called him in a while. Oh, man, what if he doesn't answer? He better answer. Is he bathing going? If he doesn't answer, we got to call him. Oh, the man of steel. What's going on? Uh, <laughs> we're, we're back for season two of the new iteration of pregame with Paul. We took a little hiatus, and everyone is dying to know what your sports effect of the week is. Damn, I thought you guys ended it, to be honest. It was... A lot of weeks without calls on Thursday, and you know what? Just I was like, oh, I'm not gonna ask because maybe you'll come back, and I'm happy it is. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, uh, we we're back. Uh, people said pregame with Paulie fell off, and we said how, you know. Uh, how? So we want to know uh, what you're thinking. So. Did you know the longest tennis match ever lasted 11 hours and 5 minutes and spanned over 3 days of playing? Wow. And who played? John Isner, United States guy, and uh, Nicholas Mahout of France. They played in Wimbledon. Prestigious. Damn. Wow. Well, what do you think about this? What are your thoughts? I mean, I mean it was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're wow. right. That You're is pretty cool. Right. I'll tell you what, Alec. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to hang up on you today. I'm going to say thank you for your service, and uh, I'll see you in a week, okay? Is there anything that you want to say to the American public now that I'm giving you this opportunity? Yeah, I want to say that I... Okay, I hung up yeah. on you. <laughs> <laughs> you really roped that boy in. <laughs> I got him good, cocksucker. Yes! Oh, that Boom. guy. The old fucking Texas switch. He fell for it. <laughs> he was so excited. <laughs> oh, yeah. I actually would like to. Uh... <laughs> You'd actually like to nothing. <laughs> it doesn't matter what your name is. 
So the longest match was 11 hours. All right, cool. Um, you know, I'll give it to him. We usually shit on his facts because they're never sports facts, but that was a sports fact. I mean, I, I, I can't say much about it. It's interesting. I didn't know it. I don't know anything about tennis, and, and um, I'll give him one. That, that, good, good fact. Good fact. You can't talk about it. What's stopping, uh, what's stopping us from going to the rec right now and playing a game for 12 hours just to beat the record? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but, because, but because we don't have cool sweatbands, uh, Guinness World Records isn't going to count it. Uh, because we're not at the Wimbledon. Have you played Manalapan Rec before? Come on. Oh, so because I'm at the Manalpin Rec where people do blues, it doesn't count. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. No, 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 no. All good. That's all good. It's just I want you to know that you're classist. That's it. Where handball is the major league sport and people have gotten in fights. Might get stabbed in. Yeah. <laughs> Wimbledon. Ooh. Uh important update in the meme economy that is a, a is a buy 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 because Ooh. we're oh. about to get into a bull run bull run bull run this is the meme economy turn those machines back on it's the meme economy and here's the obvious meme here's oh no 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 Paul, Paul, this is my job Okay, but if you don't say it, I'm gonna say it. <laughs> I I don't think there's any chance. I mean, if I I'd put money on what I'm about to say is what you're about to say, but I'd be shocked if I was wrong, and it would be kind of funny. But does it have to do with Mike Pants? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I knew you were gonna say that. Right, right, right. <laughs> I just needed to say it. All right, what do you got, Paul? <laughs> Such a big buy. In the meme economy, the stock on this is through the roof. Is obviously the fly landing on Mike Pants's head. I've been getting updates on my phone by the hour about this stock. I mean, first of all, you can't make this shit up. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. It's like he was a corpse. And the fly <laughs> was just like living on it. That fly looked more comfortable. Than any, have you ever seen a fly land on anything for two and a half minutes straight? Okay, no. how long, how long was, was it? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't watch the debate in full. I've seen some highlights, and obviously, I've seen the fly. Was this like a, the whole time? Like, how long was this, this going? This was like, I I've seen this number being thrown around. A little over two minutes. It was long oh, enough man. where I had time to look at it. Go, that's a fly on his head. That's a fly on his head. And then pull out my phone, not be able to find my camera app because I was so excited. Find it, <laughs> film it, film myself, film it again, post it on TikTok, and the fly was still on his head. And it was still on his head. What um what I like, what I was gonna bring up too. I almost had it for dude news, but then I thought, no, this is going to fall in the meme economy, even though it's like a news thing. But that Biden, uh, his campaign website, like as soon as the debate ended, put up fly swatters that says like, what is it like? Oh, truth? Wow. It's something like swat the truth or the truth swats 
fly i forget it's something about truth but they sold out <laughs> within like an hour that he sold all these like biden like fly swatter things and that's pretty funny and i'd buy that and i'll tell you one thing him doing that is on brand because the right can't meme they can't meme like the left can meme like <laughs> like conservative yeah like conservative people meme but it's like old people Facebook memes. Like it's like they ha- are, are like appropriating meme culture. You know, so like when, when your mom like it, thinks she can make one and it's just like a fact over a picture, but it's like it has no joke to it. It's just a fact. Yeah. <laughs> like like Obama doesn't care, and it's like something. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> as the picture has nothing to do with it. It's like a, a hard worker, like a labor guy. Obama doesn't care. It's like okay, that's not a meme. <laughs> The best um, is, is when is when shit like this happens on like on like a thing that like everyone's watching. So if something happens on this or something happens at the Emmys or something happens at the Super Bowl or like a finals game, it are like the parody accounts that come out of it where it's like someone makes like a Twitter account called like at fly on Mike Pence's head <laughs> and it'll like immediately get a hundred thousand followers. Like I remember in one of the finals games oh, like years ago. LeBron James's like sweatband flew off his head, and like I don't oh. think he ever picked it up. And there like was a Twitter account where it was like LeBron yeah. James's sweatband, and like the first tweet was like, "Hey yo, come pick me up!" Like, and it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like a million retweets. All right, I got yeah. a fact bear on me. The, the fly swatter is the truth is better than flies, is what the fly swatter says. Also, there's a picture Biden put up on his Twitter right after of him like holding a fly swatter at some like convention or something. That was a pretty funny picture. It's too good. You what know, else? Sometimes I'll like go on the subreddit that's like ask Trump supporters or like or you know like Trumpy subreddits because like I'm I I find like. I find the people on those subreddit like fascinating, you know, just like getting the insight into like how they think. And I saw like, I saw like one person, write Like, you know, it's so, it's so typical that, uh, the only thing the left wants to talk about is the fly on Mike Pence's head because they know that he destroyed her in the debate. It's like, first of all, are you saying if a fly landed on her head, you wouldn't be like, <laughs> if a fly landed on anyone's head in any sort of national, widely talked about thing, pe- people are going to talk about it. It's like, yeah. in what world do you live in that you think like people <laughs> like me are being like, oh no, Mike Pence destroyed her. What can we do now? Uh, let's focus on the fly that landed on his head. Yeah. It's like, what? He, no, it's he, like, uh, he hasn't answered one question this entire debate. He destroyed her. Yeah, it's like, it's like, A, what the fuck are you talking about? And B, like, yeah, there's a big conspiracy that we want to focus on the fly because, uh, because, because we think she did so poorly in the debate. Pre-game will probably get political, but I like those people that call everyone else snowflakes like they can't handle anything, but they're the first people to feel like they're getting bullied after like mm. you know, like a debate. It's like, oh, everyone's against us. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, says so the people who say that everyone's against us, you know? Like, like what yeah. the fuck is wrong with you people? You're just sore yeah, losers. Right. That's all it is. <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, that 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 fly on the head meme, that is like I would. It's one of those things like I I, w- I wish I bought it at IPO. You know, I wish I got in on the ground floor because that fucking stonk is is soaring. But it's it, it's it's gonna die out. You know, you're yeah. gonna need to know when to sell. It's like Pizza Squirrel, Paul. You and you bought in. You were the creator of Pizza Squirrel. So that's that's the one best thing you did hit that. on the ground. Is that that is that that lasted like eight seconds, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, wait, but first, New Jersey official Twitter changed their profile picture, and, and it was yeah, such was a really big funny. deal that they got harassed, and it was only there for like an hour. So, yeah, no, it, if that, it was oh, literally what? there for like five minutes, like they, yeah. they changed it to that, and people were like, boo, <laughs> changed it back, <laughs> and then they changed like it back it. in like five seconds. It was almost more famous for the hate of changing the profile picture than it was yeah. famous for the video. <laughs> well, I mean, like that that day, me, I, I was with Adam and uh, and Greg and Alec, and Adam like pointed out, he's like, "Yo, look, that pizza, that squirrel is eating the fucking pizza." <laughs> and then, like I, I I was like, "Oh wow, I gotta tape that," and I taped it, and then that was it. And then the next day, I like forgot about it and I relooked. And I was like, oh, that's actually really funny. Let me put it on Twitter. And then, like, it was just one of those things, like, five minutes later, I put my phone down, and there were, like, a, like fucking 100 whatever retweets. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then especially when they started getting involved and changing, like, <laughs> changing the Twitter avatar. <laughs> they made, like, a little graphic for it, too. That was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Hope that little squirrel's doing fine. Hope he's ready for winter. Oh yeah, he's probably he's probably oh, gathering. He's probably hunter gatherer right now, right? Stocking up on Zaw. doing what squirrels do. Survivor, dude. Dude, you ever hear a, a squirrel like, like yell or scream or whatever noise they make? You ever hear that? I don't think so. Dude, it's fucking weird. I didn't believe it. So we were, me and Lindsay took a walk in Ocean Grove the other day, right? And there's like this little park in the middle of the town, and we were like having to just be like hanging out there for a minute. And I kept hearing this annoying fucking sound. And I thought it was like, it must have been like a big annoying bird of some sort. And she's like, no, it's a squirrel. I was like, it's not a squirrel. Like, that's not a squirrel noise. (laughs) I didn't know what a squirrel noise was, but I was like, that's not a squirrel. And then I saw the squirrel. It was like hanging on the side of a tree 10 feet away from me. And I saw its mouth open and it was fucking making the noise. It, It fucking like yells. I hate it. I don't even know they fucking make noise. I didn't either. Five... I don't know. I was gonna say five minutes ago. I don't know. A couple weeks ago, I fucking watched the squirrels start yelling and shit. It was freaky. So I'm gonna have to YouTube this. Yeah, YouTube squirrel noise. It's fucking weird. It's the same thing with like deer. Have you ever heard a deer make a noise? It's like (laughs) (laughs) like their big thing, right? Yeah, I think I. Yeah. Because you you can play from like Nick's heart. (laughs) Yeah, you can joke guys that way. Okay, everyone, go in a circle and do and do your best impression of what a deer sounds like. Adam, you go. <laughs> that was a pretty good deer noise. Fat Mike, Mike Fat. I don't even know where to go with this. <laughs> I feel like I would know it if I heard it, but I don't know how to make the sound. Figure it out, you know. <laughs> Whoa. 
Was that a Portuguese deer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, that, was also a, that was a gay deer, too. That's a different <laughs> spin on the deer. <laughs> All right. Well, are, are there any other memes? Well, I thought, Paul, you were going to do a deer noise, no? Yeah. I did oh, mine. Yeah, he did it first. Yeah, you got to do it again. Yeah. We weren't expecting it when you did it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here's my deer noise. <clears throat> <laughs> now, a lot of you at home aren't like woodsmen or like lit in nature like yeah. I am, but that is like a spot on deer impression. I'm sure if you play that around of like around a bunch of young bucks, not to be confused with the rapper Young Buck, you would uh, see quite quite a few antlers turn mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what other things were trending it's been so long since we've done this I feel like there should be a lot um, what's hot in the news I don't know man what's up with you buying yeah, that PS5 yeah P- PS5 <laughs> where's you... Xbox um, you know what's interesting about the whole PS5 thing. Now, there's going to be a new Xbox coming out too, right? I don't know if they've made like any some sort of announcement, but yeah, that's usually how it X, happens. Is it X series or one series? I'm not I'm not really on. I think it's something like that. Yeah. So like it it seemed like since the dawn of those two systems, it's been like okay, well everyone had PS2 and then everyone had Xbox 360 and then everyone got PS4. And now, what is it? It's like, I feel like they've switched off. But I have two questions. I guess one statement and then one question. The statement is, even though they normally switch off, I have a PS4. The next one I would probably get is still the PS5. Not that I'm, like, rushing to get it. And two, how how does this work? Like, how does everyone just get on agreement? Or... Is that even a thing, or it's just that that's what we happen to do? I feel like it's well, just for your friends have, yeah. I don't know. I felt like that was like I felt like everyone. I felt like that was with everyone. But though. yeah, we had a lot of people on 360 back in the day. I think everyone. Well, I think PS3 made the mistake because they when they came out, they were like eight hundred, nine hundred dollars selling price. And only like rich people had it, and everyone had it 360 because I think it was like 399 or something like that. So I believe that's why 360 ultimately won that. But like PS3 tried to sell it as like a movie theater plus a gaming thing because it was like the first thing that had Blu-ray, and and that was when Blu-rays took off, and Xbox 360 only played DVDs. So I think a lot of like people had like a theater in their house got a PS3. I don't know. That's my memory of it. Um, but it's funny you say that we switched to PS4. I did myself, but when I lived in North Carolina is when PS4 and, and Xbox One came out. Every one of my friends in North Carolina had a Xbox One. I bought an Xbox One initially, and then that was the year I got out of the Marines and I moved back here, and all of you guys played PS4. And it took me, every time we would hang out, you guys were talking about like Titanfall or something like that, and I was just like, I'm so sick of like all my friends... I, I still played with some people from there, but it was like all my like getting back with you guys. I'm like, I can't play with any of you guys. So I bought a PS4 after that. So there is different areas that I think people everywhere here has like an Xbox one, but like everywhere up 
this way, everyone had like a PS4. But I don't think we're going to switch this time. I think the majority of this area, I think, especially because we're older now, like I, and so many games are cross compatible for online play. Where if you have a PS3 or a PS4, I mean, I think everyone's going to buy a PS5. If you have an Xbox One, you might just buy an Xbox Series or whatever. And then Fortnite and whatnot, everyone plays together anyway. So that's my, that's my outlook on this. Am I going to buy? No, I'm going to push. I think, I think Xbox 360 was my favorite system that I yeah. ever had. I don't, it's There's most likely because game. that's when I started playing online but ps2 i remember being like a really solid moment of my my video game playing years i think 360 because that's when that was like when i had the most fun playing games online like that was like when we were playing halo 3 or like world at war all the time i remember even being so excited about video games with 360 that like when 360 had like a huge update and like the whole like interface change Mike, I'm like 99% sure I called you and was like, you need to get home and fucking download this update ASAP, dude. I was we like, yeah, I was like, it is fucking so lit right now. Yeah. Yeah. When they had like the little avatars were added and shit like yeah, that. You could yeah, make it look like you. Yeah, we were definitely nerds back then. We would definitely call each other about about yeah. updating that or like a yeah new Call of Duty. I feel like we played. I, I remember so many times, like my sister coming downstairs at like three in the morning to tell me to shut up because I'm screaming, like the <laughs> f word over playing with you guys and shit. Well, like I think one of the main reasons that that system or that like or like playing online back then was way more fun was because there was no like parties. It wasn't like oh me, you and Adam are all playing in a game. We're going to get into a party so we can only talk with us three. It would be like, yeah. no, everyone who's playing this game is in a chat together. So, like, you would be fucking, it would be me, you, Adam, and like eight random people, and everyone had mics. So, like, we'd all just be talking to like these random, and I remember like, we used to like meet like fucking characters and then like play oh, with yeah. them again in the future, you know, like become friends with them like online. Oh, what's his fucking name? Ciroc like, and Lemonade. Uh, uh, Papa Wheelie. Papa Wheelie. Uh, no, one eight hundred Doogie or oh one eight hundred Doogie one. Doogie one. That kid was so funny, and <laughs> he played with us a couple of times. Yeah, Doogie yeah. one. Or the other guy, Eric or something. Leba, Eric Leba. Oh, no, Eric that was just Leba. our that was just our shtick, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, 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 the character of Eric Lieber. But we would talk about that like online, like that was one of the yeah. moments that like happened on Xbox. That's actually a really funny story too. So when we would play, it would be like me, you, Greg. I think Adam would join for like Call of Duty, like Team Tack, and then. Uh, but we would all do old people voices and talk to each other like that, like old <laughs> yeah. grandpas talking, and like, and we would go on for hours and hours <laughs> talking like old grandpas. <laughs> And then the one time Grzejka was there, and I made the or no no it was Randy Berman, Randy, and I yeah. made the worst joke ever for like rhyming. Do you want a cherry? Yeah, because all right, so so like that that stick was is that we would pretend to be old people, and we would take whatever anyone said and pretend like we didn't hear them, and then yeah. repeat what they yeah. said back, but with a word that rhymes. So it would be like, oh. Uh, someone just knocked on my door and would be like, 
what did you just say your daughter's a whore you know something like that and then, <laughs> and then i forgot <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah right see and that was just something top. i still fucking got it baby um and then yours was like <laughs> i don't even know what it could have been but i remember the line was what you wanted sherry yeah oh my god i don't know yeah, how yeah. that joke stayed with me for for at least five years afterwards, anytime Randy saw me, he was like, "Hey, Schwank, you want a cherry?" And I was like, <laughs> "But the I thought the funnier part about me just totally blowing a joke was after that joke was blown. Like I said, that we never did it again. It stopped. <laughs> no, it, really? like I ruined the whole shtick. Like there was no more old guy voice. It was like, <laughs> no, everyone made fun of me for it, and it was just over. Like nobody cared anymore." <laughs> Well, I guess that's the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> this kid ruined it. <laughs> like, that's amazing. And that lives with me until this day. But yeah, dude, fucking zombies, Halo, the best. The best. We had a, we got ranked on uh, Halo doubles one time, me and you. Yeah, we were very good at it. We were good. Yeah. Wow. A little assassination, a little bump, uh, bump in the back of the head. I was not good at Halo. You were bad at Call of Duty too. What are you? Who are you kidding? No, you I was bad. Bad. Oh, I was dude, I was you were. Bad. You would play. You would play defense on on Capture the Flag at World at War. I was good at defense. No one wanted to do it. <laughs> Boy, planted Betty's in the back. <laughs> I was Charlie Conway, and you guys were Adam Banks trying to be flashy. <laughs> That's a ten-year-old beef right now. <laughs> Modern Warfare Two, I was a little bit better, but I wasn't really that good at anything game-wise. That's why I just played Madden Dynasty franchise modes and created a guy and made him a ninety-nine overall and balled out. Dude, that's the be- that's like literally the most <laughs> relaxing thing in the world is creating yeah. a player in Madden. Making him like ninety nine and everything, and then just fucking bulldozing over the computer. Yeah. Just knowing you're gonna the sixty rack easily. Yeah, fucking Mike Allstott, that fucking ass. Six five, two forty five, quarterback. Lead the league in, in rushing and passing yards yeah. and touchdowns, breaking records every game. It's quite simply the best. Paul, what was your quarterback's name? Street lamp Lamoose. Street lamp <laughs> I Lamoose. knew there was something weird. Street lamp. Yeah, lamp. It, it. The name Street Lamp Lamoose. For any of you listening at home, if you want to listen, if you want to read a very funny story, that name comes from a very funny story on Reddit. I don't, I'm not going to get too too into it because it's a it's a long read. Long but if, if you're at work and you got 45 minutes to kill, highly recommend it. Very funny. <laughs> And I kind uh, of miss, miss the days that that video games were that like big for us. Like the fact that I knew your Madden quarterbacks, like kind of funny. Like yeah. I, I knew your character's name. Like, yeah. I don't know. like those, are, those are funny. Those were funny days. Well, that like lasted for us like even till like college when we had like yeah. 2K and we would all make our own uh, yeah. players with their nicknames like. Uh, I I forgot what Greg's name what his name was, but I remember his nickname. Yeah, for a few seasons, right? It was like a. Or... Uh, 
I remember his player's nickname was Los Manos Frijos, which means <laughs> just cold hands in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, what, what was his actual name? I know, I want to like get him on the horn because it was. <sighs> I was going to say Bogart Mendez, but I think that was my guy. <laughs> and then I also, yeah, I also had Bronson De Gregorio Jr. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on. Los Manos Frijos is an amazing nickname, though. My guy's nickname was Mr. Fundamentals. <laughs> <laughs> is that, like, generated ones so, like, the announcers could, like, actually say it? <laughs> Mine was generated. I'm pretty sure Greg made his up. I'm pretty uh-huh. sure he, like, wrote that in, uh-huh. which is, like, an amazing name. <laughs> Los Manos Frijos. <laughs> yeah, I missed 2K. I kind of want to get the new one, but it looks so cool on the new systems. Dude, I feel like I like like every time I get the new 2K, I have fun with it for like two weeks, and then like it almost becomes like a chore, because like in in order to like upgrade your player and shit, you need to like put in so many hours. Then I'm like, I would I would like get home from work and being like, all right, well if I want to reach 80, I gotta play at least like three games. It felt like I was like I have. <laughs> it was like not like I want to play three games. It was like no, I have to play three games. It's a goddamn unpaid internship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you, we'll give you like three college credits. All right, fine. <laughs> All right, I need boys. Drink. But... You know what? Are we wrap it up. I need another drink, but we... uh, I mean, it's up to you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're the captain of the show, Adam. We get all the usual segments. Uh, we hit all the segments, but I feel like this is your time now. Is it, is, is there anything that you want to say to the American people? No, man, just <laughs> keep living L-I-V-I-N. <laughs> you fucking heard it here first, dude. And confused. Yeah, I, th- I think, I think that wraps us up. I think we hit everything, you know, we're going to ease into it on, on the new season. Get get people something, you know. Leave them one more, dude. Episode one of a new season, it, it just starts. It just it just starts to open up the new story, you know. Because mm-hmm. that's what this is. It's not a season. It's a story. Thank you for your vote of confidence, and welcome to season two, Mike. Is there any last words that you'd like to say? You know, just to start off season two, I you know season one, I kind of always ended it one way. Season two might be... No, it's not going to be different. I just want to tell you to check on your friends. <laughs>